I'm doing it too. <laughs> Thanks very much, Ed, for a, a wonderful introduction. Um, I think that we are all going to have to come together, not for the first time, and force a good Christmas onto ourselves. And why not start with a bit of a best of since I came to the show back in June. And so our first clip it's pretty much about me <laughs> getting a bit of a roasting by dear Ed about the first time we ever met. You were a bit like, you know, Madonna is when new pop stars come along. You were like, <laughs> keep your enemies close and your friends even, whatever the saying is. Um, so, so I'm sure you were saying horrible things behind my back, but you were very nice to my face and I appreciated that at the time. And then over the years, we've just got closer and closer. And I have to say, as everyone's about to find out, Sam is one of the most... Um, Hilarious, fabulous. You are, I always say this to you, Dad, whenever I need cheering up, if we talk <laughs> on the phone, you are a guaranteed, um, like a Prozac. <laughs> or a Viagra, some say. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I think of you when I need to lose my erection. I just think of <laughs> Sam's face. And it just goes all limp. <laughs> most people most people see my face and then it goes limp, actually. So that's, that's <laughs> I'm not surprised. Well, thank you, Ed. What started as a compliment ended in an insult. It's the QQ way. So here we are discussing the All-Stars 5 Queen study with Mariah. Uh, and another old-school queen this time is Mariah, who comes in and says, in a room full of tens, I'm always a grand prize. <laughs> and then she gives her... Her name is a bit of a mouthful. I know you like a mouthful, Sam. Balenciaga. <laughs> Mariah Paris Balenciaga, a.k.a. Mariah Successful, a.k.a. Mariah should have worn a different entrance outfit. Oh, that's... <laughs> is the new one. That, that's too much she, even for my mouth. <laughs> she looks like a gay Power Ranger. It's a horrible outfit. She does. She does. But, I mean, the makeup is amazing. I mean, one thing you have to say about Mariah's makeup, it's always fantastic. Well, that's her Instagram name. It's just Mug for Days. Well, so exactly. she has to live up to that. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, she Mug wasn't that memorable on season three, though. So I have reservations about whether she's going to bring a lot to the season. But I'm hopeful because she has something very captivating about and her. Also, but also, you'd, I mean, when it's someone who was on season three, like... I mean, how good's your memory? I'm, it was a long time ago, you know, and I don't, and I don't like, unlike some people I know, they watch the seasons over and over and over again. Is um, that a dig at me? No, it isn't a dig at you. Are you saying I've got nothing better to do? Because you are right, but I appreciate you not pointing it out. <laughs> <laughs> some people like to have it in the background, what can I say? But, um, and therefore you would remember, like, for someone like me who's only watched it once or twice, and it was a while back, and because those old seasons, I mean, they're good, but I mean, they... They're vintage now, by the looks of them. 
Uh, people, yeah. people can do so much more. So um, obviously it's, it's evolved a lot since then because of the show. So I don't know. It's just, I don't really remember her that much. And so it, it remains to be seen whether she can pull it out of the bag. What can I say? It was the first episode I was rambling on and trying to cover up my lack of knowledge. Next up, more fun from the show. Mayhem with her eye popping. Um, um, I am the queen, queen of the party. Um, I thought, <laughs> I, and then she went, started doing her live bit and it became completely incoherent. It kind of sounded a bit like Vanjie on Ketamine, I think. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> or like, what's his name? The Tasmanian devil. <laughs> it was like the death throes before somebody passes out for good. I think, um, but, but the, 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 the sad thing was, is that, the entrance, like they, like the judges said at the end, that was amazing. You, I mean, unfortunately, the way she came in with the with the eye pops and the and you know in time to the music, that was so effective that the rest of it was just downhill. She should have just kept eye popping. Uh, I want yeah, exactly. eye pop to be the new tongue pop. <laughs> you can't. It's, I'm doing it now, but you just can't hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why it hasn't taken off. <laughs> oh my, my fake, oh, my fake eye came out. Oh, <laughs> my glass eyes rolled away. I thought you were just winking at me, Sam. <laughs> um, put something in the hole <laughs> god that is your catchphrase it's all holes <laughs> with you <laughs> ed how very dare you um moving on swiftly next up it's the derek barry slash berry fiasco um we get derek barry uh, i also say derek barry it's derek berry isn't it is it berry or barry uh, i think is ba- berry yeah. Uh, Derek Berry does 15 impressions. We get Lady Bunny, Caitlyn Jenner, Madonna Cher, Miley Cyrus. Uh, what did you think of this? If it wasn't Derek Berry, then it would be just... Oh, it is Derek Berry. You're right. You've got... The way you've got to remember it is it's like, it's like two Essex um, secondhand car salesmen. <laughs> <laughs> Derek. It's, Derek and, it's Derek and Barry. Well, I suppose we don't need to remember it because she's gone by the end of the episode. But... Uh, now, what did I think? I was a appalled at this it was just dreadful it was just dreadful and <laughs> it, it was only only served to by her comments afterwards in the workroom only served to make somehow make a bad performance even worse and i just the the impressions didn't work the impressions weren't funny you didn't know who they were she had to say who they were to begin with and then <laughs> i just i just cannot bear it when Things fall flat and everyone like in everyone's expectant face wanting to laugh. You're like, oh, I'm ready to laugh, but there's nothing there. There's nothing to grip my teeth on. But and she just did wasn't. get some laughs. And I think the thing is, you, you are smattering. right, it didn't work. But I didn't think it was a complete disaster because I think you have to give her credit because it took a lot of balls to do it because um, it's something different. And Derek does have a lot of balls because there's six in her thruple relationship. But, um, <laughs> six balls. But it didn't fully work. But I'm like, she tried something and... It, it kind of could have worked if it had just been tweaked and structured a bit more. Um, no, it could have worked if the impressions were like... <laughs> if it was good, <laughs> it would have been good. <laughs> well, they say, they say, she said in the, um, when she was talking about what she was going to do, I'm going to do 14 impressions in three minutes, whatever it was. And she was like, oh, can you, can you do impressions? And she goes, can you do impressions? Well, you're just mimicking somebody else. And, in, <laughs> and, her, and her impression, like, it would have been good if the impressions sounded like the people they were supposed to, and they didn't. <laughs> or, or, she cho- or she chose, like, or she made up a funny line and said it in that voice, like, you know, like when Cher said, oh, I can't believe you didn't call, call me, whatever. And it wasn't... Fuck off! Just, uh, 
Yeah, exactly. And it's, I know. It just didn't work. It was just, it was just crap. Sorry. I think, I think it's relatable for me because after I sing karaoke and people tell me it's terrible, that's my defense. It's like, well, it would have been good if it sounded good. So, <laughs> so let's just say it's good. <laughs> would have been good if you were all deaf. Um, everything's, everything's shit if you remember it. <laughs> everything's shit if you're going to be honest. <laughs> Wise words indeed from myself and Ed. Up next. We get cracker in our sights. <laughs> um, but then we get an even bigger gag. We get um, cracker piping up saying that she made a mistake. And I thought she was going to say, I think everyone thought she was going to say, I should have voted out um, Mayhem instead of Derek. But then she says, I should have brought White out and said Angina. If you, honestly, if you could see, gag. if you could see my face, I am for fuming you know i wasn't if you could frown you would have done (laughs) (laughs) if i if i could get a single wrinkle on my perfect forehead i would right now but um (laughs) i I, she basically not only did i just didn't particularly like her last week but this is the most the rudest thing you could do first of all you are shading somebody who is basically the heart and soul of the show that you are on like years a decade later like you know and that you're shedding that person and not only do you not even need to because she wasn't on the um she wasn't on she wasn't on the either of the lipsticks but then saying you're coming with a tipex i'm saying tipex not white out (laughs) it's a tipex and say that you're (laughs) this is a british podcast (laughs) the british people and i refuse to say white out in this day and age and basically (laughs) um and and to say that she didn't even need to say it and then say she's going to come in and alter it. Like, neither of the things that actually even happened, it should have been on Gina after all. Like, fuck off! So unnecessary. And it doesn't even make any sense because even if you had voted for her name using Tipex, no one else would have done it and it wouldn't have changed the outcome and, and you would have just been a bitch for no reason. And then to add drama on top of it, saying that she couldn't sleep because of the, because of, because of the decision. It's like, wait, you couldn't sleep because you thought you might have to come in with a Tipex and change it and make no difference. Or you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't sleep, sleep because of something else. What are you even talking about? And then when she goes, and then, this is why I love GGB again. She's like, oh, I just couldn't sleep. What, what did she say? Like, oh, just, just go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> go to bed well, then. <laughs> the interesting thing a lot of people have pointed out about this is on Cracker's season, they were all on the main stage and Asia O'Hara said she didn't think Cracker was a star after RuPaul asked their opinion of who should go home. Yeah. And Cracker held such a grudge about it that she called Asia a cunt repeatedly <gasps> in interviews afterwards and held on to that grudge and brought it up at the reunion. But she's done something even worse here because no one even asked her opinion and she came out with a very weird, deranged, attention-seeking... So, I mean, it's kind of... so attention-seeking, like it wasn't even necessary. So then, literally, to, to sit there, like, head in hands and be like, oh my God, I couldn't even sleep. I couldn't even sleep about what to do. Like, it wasn't even... A decision between which person to choose which you were supposed to do it was like you were just going to change it and be mean about someone who's lovely what <laughs> it, just, it doesn't, make, it, any it doesn't sense. make any sense at all like, and angina says it well she says you're not bender la creme and you wish you were just shut the fuck up already <laughs> and I, wonder so. if the, I wonder if the show will allow it 
tip X white out to continue or if that was just a one-time thing like are they just going to go rogue and start voting off random people well, members it... of the judging panel like anyone what's <laughs> happening I'm voting for I'm voting for Michelle to leave I mean <laughs> I really didn't think her performance this week was very good at all like her makeup she's was not a convincing woman her, her makeup was all over the place she looks 80 when she's in fact 50 I mean <laughs> <laughs> sorry Michelle if you're listening <laughs> she will do I, I love Michelle we're friends hi Michelle Hi Michelle. Do you um do you think Cracker is gonna be fully the villain then? Um well she's getting the villain edit, I think. But then I mean we'll talk it about It seems like we'll, she we'll talk is about, responsible for this. Yeah. Well yeah, we'll talk about um later on in the show when she gets a bit of an emo moment. But like that moment, that is that is purely her. I mean she's make she what she does over this whole episode is Make everything about her, like, oh, I'm going to be her. Like, and, and you can even tell when she is sat there with people or when she's doing a VT, like, she rolls her eyes or she makes a big fuss about, oh, oh, my God, the rules are changing. Like, really over the top, really, like, you know, <laughs> I tell you what, I need, to, I need to get featured in this bit, so I'll go crazy instead of just being normal. And it's like, oh, so, like, and so with this bit with Angina, you're going to be a massive bitch just for screen time. It's like, I know we talk about Big Brother, but I'm going to talk about it again. It's like, the whole Big <laughs> Brother thing is just like ah look I've gone mad everyone because you think because you think because you think you can get more screen time and that's what she's doing oh we went in on cracker didn't we oh I feel a bit bad now not really next up more shenanigans from the show <laughs> I um I didn't know who most of their choices not most of them I didn't know who a few were and it reminded me of I'm gonna bring up my favorite ever Sam Dowler quote <laughs> one of my favorites <laughs> which was when we were at a showbiz event and I was saying there were no celebrities there and you said to me, this is many years ago, it's like a who's who of who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and, I've quoted, <laughs> and I've quoted that regularly since then and I have to bring it up because I think it needs to be archived. <laughs> it's like a who's who of who are you? <laughs> I, did, I did say that. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It often is, actually. It's not as glamorous as it seems. It's usually a who's who of who am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's after the free bar. Next up, we have got a little clip from Ed's wonderful interview with the one and only Courtney Act. I know you love talking about Drag Race, so I'm going to ask... <laughs> da, 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 da. Have you been watching All Stars 5? I have, except I haven't watched the last episode, so don't spoil it. Um, who are you rooting for to win? And if it's the person who went home, I'll just, I'm doing a poker face now. I won't spoil it. <laughs> well, obviously, Shea Coulee is going to win, and that's who I want to win as well. Um, but I have a feeling, don't tell me, I, I, spoiler alert, I have a feeling that Mariah went home because I saw Bianca post something and I quickly scrolled past. But um, yeah, I'm Team Shay all the way. See, nothing good comes from following Bianca Del Rio, it's just a constant disappointment. <laughs> preach as as me and many drag race fans know all stars is um quite unlikely for you um but how do you even though we all would love to see it how do you think you would uh do on the show hypothetically given how the format has evolved now i mean it's hard you know like it has changed and it is a whole different game and you want you, like to also, you don't just get to go on All Stars. I mean, I didn't just get to go on Drag Race. I prepared like nothing else. Like for weeks, even when I didn't know I was on Drag Race, I I just put in my tape. I started planning in advance and sticking costume ideas and things up on the wall. And then Vanity flew over from Australia, 
and we spent a whole week together just styling wigs in my in my apartment in LA and this was even before I was confirmed and I was like either I'm going to be on Drag Race or I am going to be the best dressed drag queen in West Hollywood for the next year. Because you did Drag Race like an all-star, I think. You went on the way that people go on all-stars because you had such a big profile already. Without the lips. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't have those all-star lips that uh, some of them have fallen victim to the needle. The pump. So like kind of what everyone does in All Stars, apart from get their lips filled, is step it up. But you were already at that level. How? What would Courtney Act evolve to be on All Stars? Would you like... I think I've definitely evolved a lot since Drag Race. It was seven years ago that we filmed it. And I mean, my makeup's definitely gotten better, which is good. You don't even need any makeup, hardly. Chapstick and mascara. I've been putting like makeup highlights on my Instagram just to prove to people that I do wear makeup. I'm like, that is a lot of makeup. <laughs> Have you thought about what your um, Snatch game would be? Well, I was going to do... Uh, no. What about Kylie? Do people know Kylie enough in America? Not as... I mean, they, they know her. The gays love her. Duh. But I feel like Kylie's not a character that you can make larger than life, you know? She's... Dame Edna. I I... Dame Edna was who I was going to say. Hello, possums! <laughs> Although she's become quite controversial now, but I guess you could make that a joke as well, couldn't you? Yeah, I could. As my good friend Jermaine Greer says... <laughs> no, I won't. I won't even bother repeating what her good friend Jermaine Greer said because that's just... Oh, we're aware. Continuing the uh, hate speech. <laughs> oh, thanks, Courtney, for that. We love the little chat we had. <laughs> Next up, we move on to Drag Race Canada, and we don't like kind. Well, Kine doesn't seem to think she's going to go home because she doesn't think she should be in the bottom last week and she actually thinks she should have won the challenge. <laughs> so, I am living for Kine. Delusion. I mean, Convin- convince yourself. <laughs> but it's just wonderful. And it's classic what they said last week. It's classic Instagrammer um, or social media person because all they're ever told is how wonderful they are and their fans, how, oh my God, you've really helped me so much. And then so to literally be in the bottom and then go, actually, I thought I should have won. <laughs> I think the delusion, the delusion is so funny. It's almost on a Trumpian level. Especially after your outfit literally fell apart on the runway. If that isn't your first <laughs> clue that the, the wind just slipped out of your hands, much like the balls did, I think, what other clue do you need? There's other queens holding parts of your outfit in their confessionals. I know. <laughs> and I, I can't, I can't bet when balls slip out of my hand. <laughs> they rarely do. You've got a very tight grasp. Oh dear, pure, pure filth as always. Next up, something a little more classy, or is it? But before they do the main challenge, Brooke walks in and starts talking about on point and ballet, and I'm like, God, talking about herself. What, what next? Do they all have to fuck Vanjie? I mean, it is becoming like do whatever Brooke <laughs> does. So now they have all have to be ballerinas. They're doing the nut smacker. <laughs> Which uh, I personally, which I thought was quite funny, but it was—I mean, it's was the best part of the—it was the best part of the show. But also, I don't know because we don't know them because we don't really care that much. It seems a bit forced. Yeah, and it's hard yeah. to keep up with who's who at this point. I don't know if that's because there's yeah. so much drag race at the moment, or whether it's because um, they're not really standing out. Well, exactly. It was—it was a who's who of who are you? <laughs> Have you done ballet before, Sam? I did tap dancing. Actually, I did tap when I was young, not ballet. Oh, really? I can just imagine you tap yes. dancing into a room, commanding as much attention oh. as possible. <laughs> With my big loud shoes on. Step all change. I did it for about 
five years and then um, and then decided it was too gay, so stopped. No joke. Then you tapped out. I just, <laughs> oh, yeah, I tapped out, babe. <laughs> it was too, too much. I know that is ballet. I'm getting them mixed up now. See, it doesn't sound like we liked Canada's Drag Race to begin with, but we soon learned to love it. Here we are discussing the guest judge situation. So we get to the <laughs> runway, and this week's guest judge, I don't, don't like this whole guest judge, guest host thing, but it's Jade Hasuni. Has who me? Um, who's wearing yeah. some sort of? I mean, that vest actually was so gay it made me homophobic. I know Jake has Jake has who who me? <laughs> I think it was he's from Shadow Shadow Hunters. I think it's called. What is that? It's just it's 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 just another sci-fi show. I obviously respect the fact that they are using Canadian people, but. Obviously, Elijah Cuthbert's a major star, and unless you watch this show, I mean, I looked him up on Insta, and he's only got like half a million followers. And uh, I mean, obviously, he's an LGBT, he's an LGBT advocate. He, you know, he's got pink hair. He wore that horrible vest. um, Says how proud he is to be said how proud he is to be a gay man. La la la. You cannot fault his intention, but I just don't. I mean. That was de- a lot was lost in translation for us because I'm sure Canadians, especially gay Canadians who are watching the show, would be like, "Oh my god, he's a, one of our favorites. He's one of our stars." <laughs> but we're like, we're like, who the fuck? I don't mind that. I don't know who he is. I mean, mm. get the gig, get your booking. I didn't like turning mm. up in a vest. I just think it's inappropriate. But <laughs> you know what? He was enthusiastic. Got to give him that. And I appreciate Brooke uh, in full lesbian regalia, which she does. <laughs> I know. She dressed like a dress full like a drag queen, but then dress it down so you look like a lesbian. Brilliant. Oh yeah, she's on the verge of scissoring. You can see it. <laughs> the runway theme is not my first time, which they're doing elevated in, uh, interpretations of their first time in drag. So I wanted to ask Sam, mm. what was your? I know you've done drag. I th- Definitely at least once. I think you've done it more. But what was your first time? I think my first time, I'd, are we talking about in public or behind closed doors? <laughs> behind closed doors, not drag. That's just cross-dressing. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think I dressed... Oh, so as a perform... I mean, you'd have to be a performance, isn't it, for drag? So I think it would be when I... Oh, I played... Oh, how, hold up. I played Mary in Nativity when I was seven. Oh, Mary the Fairy. I bet you were amazing. No, Mar- no, Mary, the mother of God, and I had to walk across stage with a huge pregnant stomach and say, my baby's coming uh, at the, at the um, Christmas nativity at my preschool. So my dad was very, very proud. Oh, well done, Sam. I actually was the star of the nativity as well, but our school chose oh to te- tell it from the point of view of one of the innkeepers, which turned out to be a very poor narrative choice, but our school <laughs> wanted to be a bit different. But I was the lead and I was that innkeeper. So it was a Shame. I got to be the star, but I got to be the star in a very memorably terrible nativity. Because <laughs> the, the innkeeper doesn't actually do a lot. What doesn't he just say there's no room? There is a himself. lot of answering doors, I'm not going to lie. So if you, anyone ever needs a door answering, I am pretty qualified. <laughs> or oh, I even managed to find a story that was about us, drag and Christmas. I mean, come on. <laughs> you got to love it. Next up, more Canada. It's the same as an albatross. Have you heard of an albatross around someone's neck? I can hear a dog barking. Uh, pardon me <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my feet um, yeah an albatross is the same as a millstone it's just like you're, you're a dead weight <laughs> oh good I'm learning more stuff I keep learning more oh, stuff God. from you is this United Queendom or teach Ed how to speak <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god! Right, so they've done this um, on Drag Race before a few times. This like news reading challenge. So they even did it back in season one, but this time yeah. they're doing it as well as in English, also in French, and in draglish. Dragish, draglish or dragish? Draglish, draglish. I don't feel bad about that word because that's not a real word. I don't need to. Know <laughs> she just they just they just made it up. But I did think. I do, I I like the fact that they. I mean, I know we're sort of laughing at people who um, English isn't their first language. Um, they mm-hmm. have the script on one side, and then the and the ones who don't, the ones who don't speak English easy. Like when they're trying to read the draglish, they just fuck it right up, and it's really funny. <laughs> I think I would have been quite good at reading the French for some. I did really well at French in school. I, I did French A level, so I would have done as well. Oh, you did A level. What did you get? I got a B, darling. B. Is that how you say it in French? A, B, B, B. That just sounds like a burp. <laughs> so they all read Koanka name out loud, as I referenced at the top of the show, which always happens every time they have this challenge on Drag Race. So you would think by now you would be looking out for that, but they all do it anyway. Who were you impressed by? Do you even remember? Right, so I was impressed by, uh, yeah, um, Scarlet Bobo, I think was really good. Um, I just think oh, Jimbo still just gives me the goddamn creeps. <laughs> Oh, I liked the fact Jimbo did a character. So she did Nancy Grace and really stuck in the character, even after it was finished. It was good. And um, yeah, she, I mean, even though Jimbo gives the creeps, it was good. And I thought uh, Lemon was really good as well. Um, I like the fact that we are getting to know them as well. I thought, um, oh, I thought the French ones were crap, sadly. Yeah, um, but the winners were Priyanka and Lemon. Bloody Brexit, it never goes away. Those French, no, wicked, of course. <laughs> Next up, we're talking about mirror messages in Canada's drag race. It was awful, and it did not look like Chun Li. Oh, no. Why do you think that she, I think she's the first ever queen not to leave a mirror message. Why do you think she did that? Or didn't do that, rather? I love it. Well, either she forgot, no, she wouldn't have forgotten because the producer would have told her, but she, um, because she kept like when they kept giving her terrible remarks, she was going, oh, "You're in the bottom too," and laughing like it Dr. was almost creepy. Yeah, yeah laughing, laughing like Doctor Hibbert. <laughs> Doctor Hibbert. And then I think it was to show how I'm doing it now. <laughs> Just randomly laughing. It was to show how annoyed she was. I think it was like to cover up her utter utter anger. And I think that um, once she was off, once she was off stage. She was just so furious that it had happened that she just stormed off. I think she ran out of lipstick, personally. Um, <laughs> or, or maybe she's actually illiterate and um, didn't really know what... and didn't want to make a big deal out of it, so just walked out. She could have just mushed her face into the mirror and left loads of makeup there instead. <laughs> While she was laughing, just mashing her face against the mirror. <laughs> Smashing her face into it. No, too much. Yeah, then you could use the blood. That could be good if you have run out of lipstick. But um, I think it's, it's, it reminds me of the beginning of season 12 when, was it Dahlia Sin? She didn't say anything. She just stormed off stage. And sometimes doing nothing actually leaves a bigger mark and is more memorable than doing something. So if this is strategic, I take my hat off to her. Um, but I have a feeling it's not. Look at Vanjie. Van- Vanjie made a whole name for herself literally as she left. Yeah, apparently I heard that Vanjie, like, didn't know they were going to use the whole thing. So she thought she was saying it to give them different options of, like, Miss Vanjie, and then she'd do it again to a different camera. Miss Vanjie, and then... But they included the whole thing. So apparently it was all a big mistake, that. <laughs> Interesting. And they all thought she was a lunatic, which is why it was so funny. But I had a little bit of tea from a dear listener, Benty. Um, about Ilona last week. So, you know, remember when, before the lip sync, she didn't want to do it? 
Well, yeah. apparently yeah. what we did not see, what was edited out was she actually refused to do it and the judges had to remind her of her contract that she signed and they threatened her with legal consequences to force her to do the lip sync. Oh my God, what, because what because she refused to do it against Tainemi because Tainemi is such a legend? Yeah, and I think friends with her as well. I think she knew her before. The sh- I think they all know each other. So I think she really didn't want to lip sync against her. So when they say don't fuck it up, they mean legally... Like you have to do it because we'll do you. We'll have your guts for garters. I think, um, <laughs> but also I think that's that ironic that that happened and then she smashed it though. That's quite funny. Well, I think she was contractually obliged to smash it. It's probably in the small print. <laughs> Not only perform, but it better be good, bitch. Or we're suing your ass. She could have thrown it. I mean, she could have easily have thrown it, but she didn't. I mean, so actually, like. I just think, I'm not being funny, but Elena is a fucking drama queen. And I mean, I know you, this, is, this is 10 out of 10 for you and I'm sure it's the drama that adds to that as well. It does yeah. for me. But like, honestly, when they got back to the workroom, it was like, do you know that scene in Lord of the Rings when Gandalf's dead and they all and they all leave the, um, they all come out on the mountain and they're all crying and it's like the worst <laughs> thing ever. It was like that. They're all literally weeping. And then they go, oh, it's like a family member. But then they stop short of saying a family member dying. Because I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, people, this is Canada's drag race. It is not Lord of the Rings. It's not, you know, Schindler's List. Jesus. She's Bilbo Faggins, maybe. But, um... <laughs> Bilbo, 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 Bilho Haggins. <laughs> Ed gives us the tea when it comes to backstage gossip. Next up, we talk about the All-Stars finale and we are loving it. And speaking of milking things dry, they choose a glory hole to all hide behind. I mean, very odd choice. Like, I mean, we used to have like the mirror face crack in All Stars 2, which was very dramatic. This feels a bit more silly. Um, and we can actually see them in the hole. And gross. Have you ever used a glory hole, Sam? <laughs> Do you know, I have never. Um, uh, I've never been either delivering or receiving. <laughs> but I think... Um, <laughs> I think they're a bigger thing I, in America, aren't they? I don't think you get them that much Well, yet. yeah. Well, I know So somebody I do know um, goes to one, I think, in um, King's Cross. Just say Moon. You don't but, have to protect his anonymity. <laughs> just say it. That is where he lives as well. <laughs> where is it? Yeah. <laughs> drop, drop a pin. <laughs> I think you know where it is, babe. Um, I think... Um, uh, I just it's just because I mean I've seen some pawns where there is glory hole you know stuff and I just think like oh, just if it was if it was me getting pleasured I think the, the, the thought of somebody disgusting doing it makes me feel sick or a and woman if other way, imagine if it was a if woman it was the, or an animal like you just don't well, know I don't care but and it's just the other and it's the other way round as well like I mean oh just being presented with some gross cock oh I just I think the whole idea it makes me feel a bit sick it could be a family member for all you know that's the thing that'd be running through my mind oh my god <laughs> sorry we've we got gross fast what, yeah <laughs> <laughs> running through your mind, you mean as you touched yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all hiding behind this glory hole and Alexis is they're all listening to them and Alexis is like, Do we all sound this fake? Which I quite enjoy. <laughs> and yes. Yes, they do. But I think they all knew that they were being listened to. I think they knew that everyone was behind that glory hole. I don't think it was much of a secret. So I think they were all being careful not to say anything too shady because then they were gonna try and create some sort of Fifi Alyssa moment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was all. I mean, it was all pretty staged. Yeah. So when they popped out, it was more like everyone's happy to see everyone. There wasn't much of a mm. drama there. Uh, but do you think this was, was more? Th- there was more drama when RuPaul picked up the phone in the last episode to talk about it. That was actually a stroke, but they edited it very well. Yeah. <laughs> but people have said we've been too mean to Cracker, so we have to say something nice about her. I would say. I mean, she's she she has done better than I thought she would do. She's been funnier. She's been um, more confident. So 
well done, I guess. Um, I agree. I think, you know, she's pulled her drag up. I didn't really like her in her series, but in this one, yeah, we have been harsh, but um, she's, I like her, I like her more. And she's, she's proven herself to be, you know, definitely an all-star, 100%. And listen, we've earned our right to be harsh. We are two of the top names in drag in our minds, so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or maybe we're just a drag. Every, everyone's been saying this about Jeffrey Boyd Chapman and how harsh he is on Canada. Everyone online's saying, oh, he's got no right to do it. He's never done drag. I'm like, oh, God, well. We're just as bad. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I, I likened it to, um, you know, when somebody on the X Factor says, oh, you know, co- comments on the singing when Simon Cowell can't sing yeah yeah exactly when they can't actually sing but I mean but yeah but Jeffrey Jeffrey is obviously we'll talk about this in Canada's Drag Race he's still he's still an actor and he's been employed to have to play the role of that judge that's all he's doing yeah definitely and we have every such right as well we're we've been in this game for a long time we know it works and we're just sharing our opinion we're not saying it to their face although some of them have listened before (laughs) so that's something to bear in mind last couple of clips now and we couldn't have a compilation without Ed's 10 out of 10 episode from this whole year. It's Canada's Snatch Game. Um, and I also get a good feeling about the runway category because it's a night of a thousand Celines. Yay! Oh so which Celine look would you do? Oh my God, there are so many to choose from. You'd have to do a really iconic one, obviously. Um, I liked it when her new album came out and she had that... Because I think she's so skinny and she does has so many crazy looks nowadays, like way more than she used to. Yeah. Um, She's gone super crazy fashion since her husband carked it. Um, I think I would... Husband slash abuser. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captor. <laughs> oh, mon dieu. Oh, mon dieu. Allegedly. Oh, you know, we can say anything. He's dead now. You can't lie. Can I just dead. say, can I just say, I did... Um, so my personal history with Céline Dion is that um, <laughs> I did... So I did French A-level and for French A-level you need to have an oral section and uh, which you know I love. <laughs> I initially wanted to do a song and I even I was going to sing a song called Fly from from her album from her album to to to, to do you know what I can't say it. I've forgotten the name of the album but I bought when I bought the French <laughs> album and and learned a load of the songs and in one of the songs basically it's about it's a, one of the one of the songs is about her little niece who died and uh, basically she talks Sorry, about how can't stop how she, uh, <laughs> she talks about how she went into hospital and I uh, held held her little held her niece and until and she'd like died in her arms and then she wrote a song about it and I was just like I'm not being funny I'm pretty sure that little girl's mum probably wanted to hold her as she died in her arms not fucking Celine so she could write a song about it anyway so she did and it's called her fly and it's about flying you know obviously flying up to the angels blah 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 anyway so I found this um so I found this interview online about her and she and it's all in French and it's all in English so I cut it up uh, to learn the French one so I could just basically parrot it out but also some bits some bits in it were um she talks about how if I wasn't, if I wasn't a international singer, I would be a professional model. <laughs> That's actually one of her quotes, which obviously made me hoot as I looked at her horsey mane. Um, <laughs> but then, but then also one of the one of the best quotes that that I read that she said was um, talking about Rene, who had been managing her since she was thirteen, and basically and shagging she said, her since she was thirteen as well. No, no, absolutely not. So, but she said, but this is even more sinister. I mean, not more sinister than that. That's just fucking gross. But it's also illegal. And what he did was, <laughs> what he did was actually, he actually waited until the night of her 18th birthday. She says that, she says, basically every night he would come and give me a kiss. Good night. But, but on the eve of my 18th birthday, he gave me a kiss that was much more different. It was like a lover. And that was how they got together. 
And then he fed her a carrot in, a, in an open palm hand. <laughs> and a couple of sugar cubes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, so, yeah, anyway, uh, anyway, thanks to Celine. I got a B. Merci, Celine. Oh, merci beaucoup. Sam, can I request, can you sing a bit of the French song you were going to sing originally? <laughs> I can't remember how it goes. <laughs> well, that just remind me, a lot of people don't know this because Celine Dion's not known for writing her songs, but in fr- her French songs, she does write them, as you just mentioned about her knees. Mm. Like, yeah. so she is a singer-songwriter, and in France, she's like, quite a credible artist I mean I'm not saying she's not credible but people often say she's like a guilty pleasure or a bit cheesy but mm. I think in French she's more of like a I don't know like a Joni Mitchell type and also she's uh, very much like what's her jobs um, oh, who's the no who's the who's the Spanish one oh what's her name I'll keep wanting to say Shangela but I don't mean Selena. No, no, no. She she did it with uh, Lopez. She sang with Lopez at the Shakira, um... Shakira, Shakira, Shakira. Yeah, and um, she's much like her <laughs> because <laughs> because she sings in her native language quite a lot. So she does. She she puts out um an, her native language album in between the British ones, so we don't really get them. Yes, that is a good comparison. She is like Shakira. She's the classic yeah. Shakira. Right, that is it from us. That's all we've got time for, but we'll be back next week with another very special episode of The Best Bits of 2020. And there weren't that many. I mean, obviously, there were loads of the show, but not in real life. Uh, but you got to laugh in these difficult times and look forward to the fact that as soon as 2021 starts, we've got two whole brand new series of Drag Race to look forward to, so you'll be hearing a lot more from us. Take care, guys. United Queen. 